This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you want it the most, there's no going on my fellow shorts what is up welcome to yet another best greatest episode of cancel Sweezy, better known as the lord's trademark favorite podcast what's going on today folks how's it been how's it going uh i almost convinced myself i had diabetes the other day uh so i don't know i watch a lot of medical shows uh, we're going to talk about a medical show today here on the show but oof I don't know, diabetes comes up a lot, you know, if like, you, you know, a lot of things I'm getting, like, something's getting removed. That's usually the type of medical shows, uh, medical shows I like. What? Um, anyways, the diabetes always comes up because it can, you know, it's different with your blood flow and shit like that. And I know, I, I think I have family members who have, a <coughs> who have a diabetes, so I was like, do I have diabetes? I don't know. I always like question myself. Do I have diabetes? Uh, and here, here's what I found online. I found a picture. Uh, instead, I, I just instead of going to reading an article, I just read a meme. That's what I did. Uh, oh, brother! This guy stinks. And uh, so yeah. Anyways, here's what it says: like six six things that are symptoms of like you know when you have diabetes. Okay, so let's I'm going to read these all to you. This is the order that it came in. Increased thirst. Uh I have been smoking more weed lately and uh yeah, and I have to tell you that usually dries out your mouth and makes you thirsty. I'm like, okay. My thirst has been increased. Uh slow healing cuts and sores. Um sometimes cuz I pick on them, you know, sometimes I just because I'm not, I'm only human after all. So sometimes they take forever, but some, so a lot of times they're, they're probably healing normal. Fatigue, I'm like, yeah, but I think I probably have sleep apnea. That's probably why I fatigue. Blurred vision. And now this is a, this is a strange one. It's like when your eyes need adjusting sometimes to something, uh, sometimes it's blurry and then it just comes back in a little bit. I think that's all I have. I, I'm, I have good vision, so I'm not too worried about that. 
Uh, so, and then the next one, frequent urination. I'm like, yes, I do pee a lot. So I'm just like, holy fuck. I, I might have diabetes. And then I get to the last one, and it's unexplained weight loss. And I'm like, nope, I guess I don't have diabetes. I was like, I'd be, I'd, I definitely wouldn't be gaining weight. So that was a fun, that was a really fun experience, everyone. So I got to tell you, if you're, if you're, if you're fat and it kind of looks like it's progressing, you know, uh, you don't have diabetes. Uh, that's, I can for that. Someone like, you probably could still have diabetes. And I don't want to think about that because none of those things are actually a problem. Uh, in my life. So it's not to a point where it's a problem. It's just something like, well, maybe. Uh, it's Maybe it's one of those things. Uh, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. This is the type of guy you get. But welcome to Cancel Shweezy, uh, the only podcast on Earth. That's right. Of course, today we're not doing it from Earth. We are doing it from uh, space. We're at the Space, we're right, we're at, right outside the window of the space station. How am I breathing in space? You're all wondering, how the hell are you breathing in space right now? And I'm here to tell you. That is a secret. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you how I breathe in space, but you get to watch me. We get to watch the round, curved Earth rotating around us, because this is real. We're not, like, on a, we're not, we're not in a, like, a, a studio, you know? Like, the, we faked the moon landing. It was all in, like, a studio or whatever and i'm like yeah this is definitely not a studio either there's definitely yeah there's definitely and and now some of you scientists out there are probably going to question me uh that looks like a green screen but you're also going to question uh isn't space a vacuum uh therefore meaning uh blah 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 physics happen uh and uh no sound can travel through and uh, i know that space is a vacuum but uh that's why I brought the microphone out here so you could hear me. So suck on that, atheists. I identify as a fucking threat. But no, hope you enjoy. Hope you had a good Earth Day. This is gonna feel like you know this is almost gonna be a week after Earth Day. But last week we had to do a subtle 420 themed. You know we had to do it. Burr Memorial Day too. You know we could not forget that holiday. And uh, but yeah, um, happy Earth Day, folks. Um. You know, I don't think every country celebrates Earth Day. I think it may just be the white people countries. Anyone from a non-white people country, can you tell me if y'all celebrate Earth Day? Because I feel like every country gets to celebrate that. Like, no one's, we're not kicking anyone out. Or like, you know, Christmas, like, even then, a lot of people who are, like, athe- atheists definitely celebrate Christmas. That's 100% what they're doing. Uh... The, it's like the only ones are like Jews, Jews and Chinese people. Those are the only people out there who, uh, those are the only people out there who don't celebrate Christmas. And, you know, there is something. I don't know why I never like, let's get some Chinese food on Christmas. You know, that sounds like fun. Uh, if it's one of them fun restaurants, a lot of them, if they're in smaller towns, uh, they're not gonna, they're gonna, they're not gonna be open. Like smaller towns, uh, and sometimes in the small towns where the best Chinese restaurants are, you know. Ah, uh, what a what a wonderful world. What a wonderful world. Like that man must have smoked like since he was a baby. You're like, you know, when you're a baby, you're kinda learning things. He had a cigarette in those fingers. Like, guarantee you, uh, Louis Armstrong, there's no way. There's no way. Garvey Fields are green. That dude 
he's that he sounds like those people who had to put like the little thing up to their throats, you know. Oh, please don't smoke cigarettes. He sounded like that before that. Like that's how bad. That's how much he smoked, probably. Like how his voice sounded. The, it's probably it sounded like the talk box effect for those people who get their throats taken out before that was invented. Like his throat not only died, but turned into a robot thing to, to turn into a motherboard was put in there and everything. So uh, how exciting! Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. But anyways, though, thank you, thank you for clicking on my dumb fucking face. And some people are like, "I'm only listening to the show." Uh, you saw to click on my face. I'm the cover of the podcast. So, uh, what was it? Congratulations, you played yourself. So, anyways, though, check out my music. Uh, it's every streaming platform. I'm not going to explain them all to you. Under Sweezy, you're going to be able to find me. It's like cancel Sweezy. Just take out the Sweezy, uh, the cancel part. Uh, unlike my social media, go make sure you follow me on social media as well. It is at the Shweezy. It's like you take cancel and put the and then make it all one word, the Shweezy. At the Shweezy everywhere, including twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. I stream every Thursday, video games, uh, Xbox removing emulators on their devices has made me rethink my gaming plan, but uh, we're still moving forward. I'll figure out something to play, even if it's something dumb. We'll go back to Fortnite. Uh... I just like me and my friends have been not playing Fortnite as much, <coughs> but uh, actually I don't I haven't even seen them because they I'm in a group my friends with the group they started playing Overwatch and I fucking hate Overwatch, and uh, then so they did that and then we occasionally come back to Fortnite so I told them like look I'm not playing Overwatch anymore, it got it kind of got toxic in there I'm not mad at anyone I'm just saying, uh, it got a little toxic and I'm just like I'm out I'm not playing this you know. Uh, so we're out there, uh, but no, I don't know what I'll do. Uh, what am I gonna do? When Man the- proposes and God disposes. Uh, so check that out. If you have an Amazon Prime account, you can connect it to your Twitch account. Allows you to subscribe to someone for free. It's usually five dollars to subscribe to someone, but basically just get that free with something you're already paying for. So uh, why not help out, Daddy? Daddy. Um, our Patreon page is too as well. I just want to let you know about that. It's a tip jar right now. It's a great way to say. Thank you for being a friend uh, to travel down this road and back again. If your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant, so thank you for that. But let's not forget all the free, cool free shit you can do as well. Uh, Make sure that if you're on an audio platform, make sure you're checking out our YouTube page. We are posting highlights and other cool little bits from that as well over there, and it's a great thing to share with your friends. That's also free, sharing and subscribing, you know, on any platform. Make sure you're subscribing and sharing with all your friends. The YouTube page is nice because we do post highlights of all that shit. Uh, Make sure you also uh, leave a review wherever you're on audio platforms and give us a 5432 or one-star rating, you know? And I really like that. All right, let's. Oh no, I have something else to say. All right, so I made I am we made a scientific discovery. We, as in me, uh, made a scientific discovery. So as we all know, pee is stored in the balls. Okay, so we, that's pretty easy. And the women out there are like, I don't have balls. I'm like, yes, you do. They're inside of your body. Men have them outside. Women have them inside. It's just uh, how it is, you know. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. But then I learned. I think it was on an episode of Doctor Drew After Dark. Uh, that uh, the balls are outside of their body to regulate temperature, you know? 
you know, which I don't, I've never really understood why when we would need to, why men have evolved to having our balls on the outside because we need to regulate temperature and everything. But then I realized something. Women have balls on the inside, and if it's not regulating temperature, then something could be frozen over. So, I made a discovery. The reason why women are always cold all the time is because, is because their balls are on the inside that's stored with pee, and the pee freezes over because they're inside and they're not outside the body to be able to regulate temperature. That's the scientific discovery. Women's balls are frozen. And that's why women are always cold all the time. So, Man proposes and God disposes. I like, you know, like make it's like a little wheeze that came out of your throat. I do not know if the microphone picked that up. Uh, I have no clue if the microphone picked that up. <coughs> oh, my God. <coughs> but anyways, though. Let's jump into previous week right now. Previous week right now, it's just news from last week. That's all it is. Uh, it's just it's just news. I, the news last week, okay? So, you know, let, it's not, not that special. Let's just jump into it. Thank you, Philip DeFranco. Let's just jump into it. First article we got here is from a Variety. Frank Ocean pulls out of Coachella Weekend 2. I made sure to wear the Frank Ocean shirt today for those watching. Uh, it's a little faded and dark. Uh, it's just faded. It's very faded because I've been wearing it a lot. And your mom's been wearing it a lot. Ho! We got that. We got that. We got that. Anyways, I'm wearing the Frank shirt today and I've wanted to talk about this. Frank Ocean will not be performing his scheduled headlining slot at Coachella this Sunday, a rep for the singer confirms to Variety. A source close to the situation says his spot will be taken by Blink-182. The statement reads, Frank Ocean will not be performing at Weekend 2 of Coachella. After suffering an injury to his leg on festival grounds in the week leading up to Weekend 1, Frank Ocean was unable to perform the intended show but was still intent on performing, and in 72 hours, the show was reworked out of necessity. On doctor's advice, Ocean is not able to perform Weekend 2 due to two fractured and sprained sprain in his left leg. Uh, the note concludes with a statement from Ocean, It was chaotic. There is some beauty in chaos. It isn't what I intended to show, but I did enjoy being out there, and I'll see you soon. Frank Ocean. Uh, the news comes after days of uproar around Ocean's polarizing set during the festival's first weekend, which was sol solid, if uneven musically, but married by major production issues. An elaborate performance involving an ice rink and dozens of skaters was planned, but suddenly called off, while multiple sources say the the big production was abruptly canceled on Sunday, just hours before Ocean's performance was to begin. Because the singer decided he didn't want to do it, uh, the statement says that if it was called off because of an ankle injury, he'd suffer earlier suffered earlier in the week. While recordings of the concert, which was not live-streamed, unlike most of the set during the festival, showed that the performed innovative new arrangement of several of his songs, overall the energy was low, he and the band were, were obscured by a battery of people walking in a circle around the stage, a revision of the original plan to have him surrounded by ice skaters, and pacing was bizarre. A seemingly random DJ set was dropped into the middle, leading many fans to think his performance was over. It also started an hour late, which sources say was due to the last-minute production change. The original lineup of Blink-182 were surprise performers on the festival's first weekend, making their first appearance together since singer and guitarist Tom DeLonge left the band in 2014. The band wasted no time 
time, re-embracing the juvenile fun, ridiculous double time uh, pop, pop, punk pop that made them break through radio stars in the late 90s and early aughts. Variety <laughs> reviews say uh, the band shared the same jackass-style ease they did 20 years ago in their prime with DeLong and bassist Mark Hoppus cracking wise about genitals, the Dalai Lama, and UTIs as they blasted through their set. Although drummer Travis Barker hurt a finger earlier this year, forcing the postponement of the band's tour, there was no sign of injury here. His playing felt crisp and precise, and the band felt felt tight and rehearsed. The review adds, uh, while fans hope to see what would have been the Ocean's second concert since 2017, may be disappointed Coachella 2023 is still likely to end with a bang. Um, so, before I get into anything, I'm, you know, Frank, Frank Ocean's one of my favorite artists. I have to say Blonde is probably uh, one of my favorite albums of, lo- of all time. It was his, uh, was his uh, original mixtape. What was his original mixtape called? <laughs> I have to look that up. Uh, Frank Ocean mixtape. Is it Nostalgia Ultra? That's the name of it. I can't believe I forgot the name. Uh, but yeah, no, I thought it was Nostalgia Ultra. It was probably my favorite Frank Ocean album. And then Blonde. I feel like Blonde probably surpass that. It's probably on my top 10 <clears throat> favorite albums of all time, which, you know, that, that I do like to say that list will always is changing, uh, which is weird to say. Some of them are very constants on there. Blonde has been a constant on there. Forget Not Slowed Down has been a constant on there. Uh, but uh, trying to think of other ones. So, yeah. So, and also, so yeah, one of my favorite albums of all time. So I'm a Frank Ocean fan, and I also fucking love Blink-182, too. So it seems like a weird... So it seems like a perfect transition for me. But, uh... But, yeah, Frank Ocean doesn't go out a lot. He doesn't... This is probably his first... He probably... Since Blonde came out, he's probably done two... Two or three shows, probably, I would say. Uh... Probably two or three shows. And that's probably in their last seven years. Part of me wonders about him financially, but I think, I don't know about him. We find Frank Ocean selling drugs, so he can just be weird all the time. And, you know, I'm starting to think that Frank Ocean, Frank Ocean is weird, but he's smart. He doesn't go to social media. He doesn't really, he doesn't use social media. I think I follow him on Instagram, but he'll post the most random shit. Uh, and then, so yeah, Frank Ocean there. Uh fucking, why am I fucking, where am I going? Uh, see, he doesn't play a lot, he doesn't go out a lot. And so, you don't hear him, but Garth goes out a lot, and he's on social media a lot. So maybe Frank Ocean is like Garth. And that, that would really scare me. That's rough, buddy. Uh, but anyways, but part of me is like, oh, I heard he was canceling, I'm like, that fucking feels like Frank Ocean canceling, and I heard he just... So I thought I remember hearing the rumor at first saying he didn't want to play it. Uh, the one that was hours before the set, like I'm, I learned about it like two or three days before it was actually announced. And I just thought Frank Ocean just quit. And he's like, no, I don't want to do it. He's like, Frank, you don't. And because I, I remember it was back early 2020 when he was announced for Coachella. I was like, I'm probably gonna like make my way out to California for Coachella and just to see Frank Ocean. I'm like. 
I'd rather not go to a music, because I usually don't want to go to a music festival unless I'm playing at said music festival. Uh, that's, that's a me thing. Uh, it's a weird artist thing. You're like, if you want to be at that festival, you got to be playing there. You know, it's called dis- discipline. Uh, so it was like that. And then I was just imagining like someone spent like all their life savings to see, see you live. And I was like, you're going to cancel like near the last minute. I'm like, come on, Frank. Like that is just, I don't know. It's a horrible, it's a horrible thing as an artist to do. But then he hurt his ankle, which is also weird. Like, I know he's, they're making a really complicated set, which is not, I don't know. I'm a big fan of just, like, keep your set simple. I always even hate lights. Like, you know, it's just, as long as it's bright and people can see me, that's all I care. You know, that's, that's all I really care. I don't like these changing lights and light shows and shit like that. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's, I think it's a, I just rather see someone play music and perform music. Uh, yeah, the elaborate set, you know, some say about that, but. If he, like, hurt his ankle, I'm just saying, I don't know if Frank was, like, playing keyboards or anything. I don't know what he actually, he probably played everything. Maybe, like, guitars and stuff, maybe. But I don't think, but I've never really seen him even be one to, like, play guitar on stage. So, questionable even there at that point. So, I'm like, I don't know, if you you broke your ankle, I'm like, I guess you're, you know, you went to the doctor and shit like that. You got a cast or whatever. You should you should be able to sit on a stool or some shit and still perform. I know you can't do dances or whatever. I'm like, but people still want to see you play music. So I think I don't know. I think a broken leg is just not a good deal. And Frank's like, oh, Frank is burnt out from doing too many shows. I I don't think COVID was going to stop him from not coming out until 2023. Okay, like at this point, I don't even I don't even think Frank Ocean is real at this point in life. You know, I I people say they see him out in public. You know, I'm more inclined to believe that Frank Ocean is a ghost, and somehow this ghost was able was seen by a couple people at a record label, and after they pointed out to him, then he came out. I don't know the lore behind ghosts in this universe. I'm sorry, but for real, like I don't think Frank Ocean. I'm I'm starting to believe Frank Ocean is not a real person. Uh, he's like he worked at a subway. I'm like, ghosts can work at subway. That's not a big deal. But anyways, nevertheless, he he persisted. <coughs> okay, this Justin coming over from Screen Crush. I'm Ryan Airy now. Hey, I'm Doug. Uh, it's, it's this from Screen Crush. Uh, Netflix will shut down DVD by, ma- bail, DVD by mail business. It's the end of an era. That's rough, buddy. Before Netflix popularized streaming movies over the internet, it rose to prominence with a unique business model, sending customers DVDs through the mail. Subscribes to the old school Netflix maintained a queue of movies they wanted to see, and then Netflix mailed out the discs when they became available. When customers sent a DVD back in one of the company's trademark red envelopes, they were so ubiquitous, the company er- early enough, rig- early company's early original programming hailed the Red Envelope Entertainment. Netflix sent the next movie to on their queue back. 
sounds crude and not to mention slow by today's standards, but it seemed pretty cutting edge at the time. A big selling point, unlike Blockbuster and other video stores, Netflix didn't charge late fees. Then, as now, they were a subscription-based business, so you could theoretically hang on to a DVD forever as long as you kept up with your monthly membership fees. It was a great system as long as you never contemplated how you had how you had held onto the umbrellas of Cherubberg for 18 months before watching it, which sort of meant you had essentially paid something like $60 to watch it. Although it's been years since Netflix was primarily known for DVDs by mail, the business endured for all these years. Netflix eventually even purchased the domain DVD.com, so anyone going there was taken directly to Netflix's DVD business. But today, the company announced today it will bring its DVD by mail business to an end later in 2023. Netflix says it plans to send out its final discs via mail on September 29th of this year. In a statement about decision, Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos wrote, those iconic red envelopes changed the way people watch the shows and movies at home, and they paved the way for the shift to streaming. Netflix DVD business nearly vanished more than a decade ago when, in the fall of 2011, the streaming giant announced it would spin off its DVD arm as Quickster, a new company. The news was met with such enormous pushback and some fair amount of mockery over the, same, over the name, the Netflix eventually changed course and kept the DVDs in the house. But that was delayed, the only delayed the inevitable RIP Netflix. Uh, Netflix DVDs and Quick Start, you were too beautiful to, and too reliant on the U.S. Postal Service for this to work. <coughs> okay, so what another era. You know, now you tell kids these days, like, man, I remember... I remember, I remember my parents got the Netflix DVDs and me and my brother would ask them to rent stuff and they wouldn't. And so I was like, okay, I guess uh, Netflix is just for them and they just hold on to random DVDs forever or whatever. They didn't know really to use it. I think it because it involved a computer. That's probably, probably wasn't very helpful for uh, the Schwegler family, uh, to be honest. But then, yeah, I remember my aunt was using the DVD service and I was like, well, you know, there's a way, like, Netflix has, like, a streaming service, too. And, like, you can just stream music uh, all quickly and on demand. She thought, what is that? I don't want that. You know, old people, like, when a new technology is like, oh, I'm not going to download anything to my computer. I'm not doing it. I'm like, okay, we, just because it's a download, doesn't, I remember talking to people, like, there's probably people who are still like that. I'm not downloading anything. I was like, I was, told, I was telling some boomer about, like, Spotify. I'm like, it's really cool. And I was like, a guitar guy. He's like, no, I'm not downloading any application to my computer. I was like, okay, even though it's a fine, it's one that's not going to take your money. Oh, you can, can't have it take money. I was like, Spotify was like on your computer. Uh, it was free with ads. I don't even, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't like, I don't like ads in the middle of my song. I was still like buying music too. So it was back in those days. Uh, but internet, back in my day, the internet came in the mail. <laughs> some fucking kids joking. Uh, well, I don't know, yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember when I was, like, really got into Netflix, it was basically, uh, I was basically using it for, uh, for the most part, what was I using it for? Yeah, I was just using the streaming part. I was on a, oh, I, like, had a, I still had, like, a CRT TV, and, uh, and it was, like, on a Wii, you know, I'd use it, that's how I'd use it to watch Netflix. Uh, crazy, t crazy time to be alive, folks. I remember I was like, I was always watching things on CRT. Then me and my, moved in with my roommates and he had a flat screen. He had one of those flat screens. Like they're still heavy, 
but like it was the the first flat screen. It was the first like smart TV too. So it like had Netflix on there. I remember watching it. I was like, oh wow, 1080p, a lot better than 480p. That was a that was an experience to live. And then that's now I'm into too good picture quality. So uh, the end of era, like I didn't know that Netflix stopped doing. I thought they stopped doing the DVDs a while ago. I don't know. Every time I've looked at my account, it's always been. I've never seen like the upgrade option for DVDs. I'll pull up my Netflix account right now. Uh, but yeah, it should be. It's uh, I'm pulling it up here. See, let's see what's going on. <laughs> I just got an email. A new device logged into your account. Yeah, that was me. Uh, account. They ever give me the? They said it's, it's, we're still doing it till September, right? Still doing it. Was it manage and access device? Yeah, I've never. Oh, add DVD plan. I guess. I guess it's always been there. I can still get it. So. Okay, so yeah, basically the 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 thing does. Yeah, they have shit that they don't even have on Netflix, you know. What a time to be! So they had like so fifteen bucks for two discs, ten dollars for one disc at a time. Which, yeah, yeah, I guess the two disc won't be good because you watch one movie, mail one back, and then you know, the next day you watch the other one. While they're sending you the new ones. I don't know. Could be bad. Or you watch movie, rent two movies for the weekend. Watch them over the weekend. Something like that. It's fun. Fun, fun stuff. Rest in peace, Netflix DVDs. Uh, you will be missed. That's my hole. That's where it spits. All right. So the last and final article we got here today uh, from CBS News Uh which will be funny. Tucker Carlson is leaving Fox News, network announces. Uh, Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have decided to part ways, the network announced in a statement Monday, a seismic shakeup in the cable news world given Carlson's status as the network's most watched anchor. Fox News Media and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. We thank him for his service to the network as a host and prior to that as a contributor, Fox News said in a statement. Carlson joined Fox News as a contributor in 2009 and served as a co-host of Fox and Friends Weekend from 2012 to 2016. His eponymous nightly show debuted in November 2016. He moved into the 8 p.m. slot in April 2017. News of Carlson's departure from Fox News comes days after the network reached a $787.5 million settlement in Dominion Voting Systems. The voting technology company filed a lawsuit against the cable news giant in March 2021, accusing it of knowingly false airing false statements claiming Dominion helped to rig the 2020 presidential election against former President Donald Trump. The company specified 20 broadcasts that it said were defamatory, including a January 26, 2021 episode of Carlson's show featuring MyPillar founder Mike Mike Lindell. Uh, Dominion and Fox News reached a settlement agreement just before lawyers for the two sides were set to deliver opening statements in Delaware State Court last week. The company's lawsuit against Fox laid bare the -the behind-the-scenes discussion taking place among Fox's top executives, producers, and hosts. Carlson among them after President Biden was declared the winner of the 2020 election. In an exchange with members of 
of his staff in early January 2021, Carlson wrote, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump's most nights. I truly can't wait, and I hate him passionately. Carlson also called the former president a demonic force, a destroyer, and a text message to his producer following the January 6, 2021 assault on the U.S. Capitol. Carlson had been a fixture of cable news for decades, hosting shows on CNN, MSNBC, and PBS before he joined Fox News. He also co-founded the conservative website The Daily Caller. It's a fucking dumb name. Which launched in 2010, Carlson stepped down from day-to-day -day oversight of the website after landing his show on Fox News and sold his stake in the outlet in 2020. Carlson claimed surveillance videos from the Capitol showed mostly peaceful chaos inside the building and said most who breached the Capitol were orderly and meek. He acquitted those in the Capitol during the attack to sightseers. Uh, his departure from Fox was announced just before longtime CNN host Don Lemon announced he's been fired by the network after 17 years. So, oh yeah, apparently it's been a thing where people are like, Don Lemon got fired too, but like, no one gives a shit. Don Lemon, I don't know how much shit he's been talking. Uh, not enough for me to notice. So, probably not that much. But, like, Tucker Carlson, he's been talking a lot of fucking shit. He was talking, he was talking mouthfuls, you know? He doesn't seem, he seems like the kind of guy, he does seem like a kind of guy who would, who would sit in a booster seat to look taller. Like, I'm not a tall guy either, so I'm not, I'm not uh, shaming a short king here, but he just seems like the kind of guy who's like, I like to be up like this, so I need the booster seat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Y'all know what I'm saying here. Uh, let's, uh, F in the chat for Tucker Carlson, but, like, really, an F in the chat for, for him, like, to be honest with you, what I'm kind of making a guess here is, uh, Tucker Carlson's gonna be fine. I think he still has a lot of followers. Uh, a lot of fucking the dumb followers. The Though they're the people, remember when your parents, when you were a kid and your parents were like, uh, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Uh, he's the leader of the guy telling you, uh, uh, believing everything you see on the internet, you know, that you kind of get with. So, yeah, Joe Biden, I just, you know, that's the best thing about Joe Biden is I don't like him either. So, you know, <laughs> I don't give a shit about him. You're like, Biden had documents in his house. Yeah, I'm like, good, lock him up. Like, let's go. Come on. That is weird, you know, if, like, Trump... Because a president's never gone to jail before, so it's, like, a new... It's new ground, but also there's a lot of things, like, the, even ex-presidents need to be protected for some reason. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of shit, so... Worst-case scenario is going to be on, like, house arrest. And shit like that. It's probably what's going to happen to him. But Tucker Carlson, what's going to happen to him? He's just going to start... He's... Guarantee you. I guarantee you. I, I gamble with all my heart. It's either going to be a YouTube show or a podcast or probably both. Uh, I guarantee you Tucker Carlson starting his own, like, little media thing, which uh, I'm kind of curious how, you know, if he's using YouTube as a platform, which, you know, I don't, it's weird. It's like, I, you know, as long as he's, you know, and, and like, he's going to complain about YouTube monitoring him all the time, too. Or, you know, I could see him making a deal with Truth Social. He's like, you know, making a little podcast on there. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we don't know, is this going to be a good end for Tucker Carlson, or is it going to come back stronger and with more vengeance? That's what I'm worried about. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, 
only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken PP from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign up. But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. All right. Thought Catalog week four. <laughs> I don't know. Well, last week they had there was like two articles at the same time, and I wanted to get to the second one this week. That's what I wanted to do. So Thought Catalog again. Last week we talked about it was 20 things guys do that are sexy that they don't even realize are sexy. So I wanted to bring it out to the ladies. This week, 32 things girls do that they don't even realize are sexy. Now, ladies, I'm attracted to you. So I'm going to be the definitive judge of if this is or isn't attractive. Uh, okay? And some people are like, well, I actually don't like it. Well, you're weird because uh, I am the definitive uh, answer to this. And because uh, it's, it's just going to kind of be rough for you, buddy. Okay? You know what? That's rough, buddy. You get the... You get, uh, you get Zuko. You got just got Zuko. Uh, anyways, though, let's just jump into this. We got 32 things that we're going to have to talk fast. So if I'm, if you disagree with what I have to say, that means you're wrong, not me. Uh, I'm representing all the men here. Number one, when they wake up all sleepy looking, hair a mess. Um, only if, only if you love them. Like, if it's just some chick, you know, if it's just anyone, you know. It's not, but some of the, if you're in love with someone, I think this would be 100% a big deal for you. And uh, let's let's just be honest with you. I think sexy thing women do, and I'm going to say 
it should be disqualified if it should be disqualified if it's you have to be in love with the person to find it sexy. Uh, which maybe that's not what they think. Maybe they're just into that shit. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's weird. Um, when they get ready for work while they think I'm asleep. What? Uh, okay, so... The, the, what? I know they're like, dead air, dead air. I'm like, it's... It's, uh... I'm not on the fucking radio, dude. Uh, No, I'm just gonna say no. When they say my name... That's weird. See, you have to be in love with the person. See, that's the part that makes it weird. Uh, It's not what your wife says is sexy, what your things your wife does sexy, it should be all women, and I don't know, because if I hear a toddler say my name, Sam, 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 I'm like, ugh, dude, uh, no, that's not sexy, that's not sexy, okay, uh, but like when you're attracted to the person, they're like, hey, Sam, and we're like, yeah. how's it going, <laughs> howdly doodly, we do it. Uh, when they blush after I give them a compliment, is that sexy? I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a turn on. I don't know if it's even a turn on. You're just like, I like this because she's pretty and she thinks I'm attractive. And it's like, you know, it helps raise, it help, it gives you a, helps your standards out. Uh, is it sexy though? When you know they liked it? But don't get me wrong. Well, don't get me wrong here when I say this. That when if if she thinks you're attractive or is there, she'll like it. But if you're kind of creepy, she won't like it. So play your ballpark, people. Um, I don't know that's sexy though. So I can't really can't relate to that. When they giggle, this is why white men love uh, Asian women so much. Do I think it's, I don't think the girl's sexy. I just enjoy, I just enjoy the attention. I think that's just really the answer there. I just really enjoy the attention when they go. And that's why, I think that's why white men love Japanese women so much. God damn these half Japanese girls do it to me every time. Uh, I'll scorch you. God damn it. Uh, anyways, though. Uh, number six, when they stretch and moan. You know, they stretch. You know, if you've, like, been, like, you just got done mowing the lawn, you sit down, and then you get up. That's not, that's not sexy at all, dude. Are you talking about things you thought, did you get, you saw women and thought, thought men, that you got mixed up there, buddy? Did you get mixed up? Uh, when number seven, when they do the old tucking a loose strand behind their ear. All right, I get that one. I think you're right there. That that can be hot, but not all women can do that and be hot, you know. But uh, yeah, no, that that's a. I don't know what is that. What is that weird thing? I'll do that too. Like. 
I, I'll do that. Like, I'm a, I'm a player. I don't care. Call me a fuckboy if you want. Like, you, like, put your hand and just, like, go, like, cor- caress, like, the back of your ear. Like, that's a good move. I'm telling you, that's a good move. Only do it if she's kind of, if it's kind of at a point where she's kind of, you, you know, likes it. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. What is it with, like, I don't know. What is it with that area? I guess maybe it just feels nice on our heads. I don't know. Uh, number eight, when they grin as you compliment them. <laughs> I'm just like thinking of like a goofy grin, like, okay, okay. <laughs> like, right, like, you can, like, hey, girl, you fine as hell. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, Goofy's like the only one in that crew who's confirmed to have sex. Don't get me wrong, Mickey and Donald have girlfriends, and many Daisy, vice versa. But Goofy has a son, and. Pete has a son, too. Hopefully it's not the same. Well, that'd be weird. They're stepbrothers. Oh, that'd be that'd be really weird. Anyways, though, big-ass grins. Are those sexy? The little the good old Willem Dafoe grin I turn on for you, fellas. Number nine, when they wear my, wear my shirt slash hoodies to bed. That's like a primal thing, you know? It's like, she's like, all right, this is going to sound kind of bad. So whenever this gets taken out of context, just know I'm making a joke. Uh, it's like women are conquests, and you know the shirt or the hoodie marks. You know, it's kind of like marking your flag on territory. You know, uh, you know. Uh, sometimes, sometimes being a conqueror just means having a lot of sex. Maybe that's that's all it means for the most part. But yeah, no, it's kind of. It's kind of a, I know it's kind of a ritual, and I guess some manhood, and it makes it, I think we'll call that sexy. Good job. Number 10, when they laugh and get those two little scrunches on either side of their nose. Dude, ladies who laugh at anything and also have a dark sense of humor, hit me up in my DMs right now, because I am the funniest person alive, and... I'm also available, so please hit up the DMs. Let us let us chat. You laugh at everything. Send me your send me your way. Make a TikTok to one of my songs. Maybe do that. Do it. Maybe maybe do that. Optional, but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Making a girl laugh is great. Number eleven. When they struggle really hard to put a whole slice of tomato in their mouth. What? Who the fuck? What? I mean, I get the corn. I mean, I get the blow. There's a blowjob reference here. Why is it a tomato, dude? Do you have... Dude, that's the super chode. The super chode is like... What's your dick What's your dick shape life? Uh, it's the... It's, uh, it's like a small tomato. It's like... Girth is great. Uh, length, not so great. Some girls need the ch- some girls need the chode, you know. Some girls don't like penetration, but they like, but they I don't know. Maybe you get enough of that, you know, the cool clitoris. Uh, no functions there works. It all works out in the end. I don't know. Maybe it all works out. Uh, be be the be the chode to a, a lady out there. Uh, number twelve when they don't mind getting their hands dirty. Yeah, it is nice to have a chick who's, I don't think it's a turn-on. That's just more of a good partner thing, okay? 
you're messing up again. Just because it's a good partner doesn't mean it's sexy, okay? You know, it's like, uh, what's a recent couple I would uh, say? Oh, yeah, Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith. No, that, oh, never mind. Um, they're better together, Bobby Lee and Kalila. Um, number 13, they do, when they do the subtle lip bite. Yeah, that's pretty sexy. Yeah. I think, I think like being looked, this is why, this is why like being like a musician near my thirties versus like late teens, uh, early twenties. It was like girls thought it was just so cool. You, you played music, you play show, you're a, you're an artist. The older you get, you're like, you're in a band? <laughs> Jesus, no. Uh, so, like, when you impress a girl, it's just awesome. I, I think things just, like, make you feel nice or it turns on. That's cool. When they tie their hair up, yes, that, that does it. Because you think you're getting the sloppy top, right? You're getting the, getting the gluck gluck right there. Uh, that's why when you see them tie their hair up, I'm like... You know, that, that's a cool chick. That's a cool chick right there who wears a hair tie, in, but you never see it in there uh, unless she's taking you back. Like, you know, those girls are like, I got my hair tie. I'm ready to rock. I'm ready to rock on this thing. Uh, you know, those chicks are the coolest. And uh, maybe when they when they have uh, that. Yeah, because you think you're going to get the sloppy top. That's why it's a turn <laughs> Uh, 15, when they have ponytails, but not pigtails. Okay. Um, I think ponytails is kind of what we're talking about there. Uh, a ponytail means she's going to give you the good gluck gluck. If she's willing to put her hair up like that, then I would say she's going to give you the gluck gluck. Uh, she's going to, she's going to be eating some corn dogs. Some some cherry tomatoes for talking about, right? Pigtails, yeah, like, if you're in a little girl, that's the weird part, yeah. 16, when they're lying down on their stomach and their legs are absently moving in the air. Yeah, I think it's just more about a woman finding you interesting that makes you, makes it a turn on. It's like, oh, cool, you're in a band? Oh, that's so cool. I've never met anyone who plays music before. Uh, I want to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, so it's like, yeah, uh, I think that's the game. 17, when they put their hand on our knee while we're driving, yeah, because that's really close to our dicks. And so you think those those dick nerves, like all our nerves are in our dicks. Like women like you to touch them all over the place. Like God would just be like, just touch the dick. Just, just go through it. It's like everywhere closer to it, it gets better and better. Uh, so ladies... You know what to do. Um, when they wear a towel around their head after a shower, that's a weird mommy issue that you have to get over because uh, that's weird. Um, that's real weird. Uh, that's really <laughs> that's really weird. Okay, number nineteen. When they move their hair away to reveal their neck, uh, it's like the fucking. Thousand pound sisters, Tammy and Amy. Uh, they, they're, they're, they're like on a live stream, and then like someone just comments, like, do a neck reveal. Uh, do it. I'm like, oh man, that's good. Do a neck reveal. When she, when she finally loses weight and shows you her neck. Uh, um, 
Number 20, when they do that little jump and wiggle while trying to fix their pants. No, we're not talking about that. Uh, when they pout. Oh, yeah, I guess they're trying to give... Yeah, I don't know. What, what's with that? That's with that feeling, too. Uh, Please, Daddy. And you're like, well, Princess, I couldn't say no to you. Like, that's, that's like the moat. I'm like, ah... Well, um, a little, little, little pre-cum just came out right there. All right, baby, you can go. Here's $50 to go hang out with your friends. Uh, is she her real father or just her daddy? Stay tuned to find out. Uh, number 22, when they have a biting sense of humor. Yes, good sense of humor. You know, it's, it's hard. People are like, my, all my only standards nowadays is be less fat than me. Like, truly, that's all I, that's all I ask for, and it's not going to be, that's not that hard at this point. And uh, be fun. Be fun to be around. So, girlish fun is just the best, because you're like, uh, you can just have fun, you know? And everything's a fucking, everything's fucking taxes and visiting family, uh, or whatever. Number 23, as I get my sodies, sodies, sodies water. So I'm calling uh, Waterloo now. I'm just Sodi's water. When they get on their tiptoes and their shirt shows just a tiny bit of tummy, I'm like, you're just hoping it goes up further. That's why you like it. And it's okay. You know what? I'm into that too. So I'm not here to judge you. Only God can judge you. So I'm only human. After all, don't put the blame on me. That should be a... I need to get that sound drop. Uh... When they adjust their glasses upward while pushing on the bridge. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. What what's what am I what was my conclusion to that? Um like the first thing that came to mind, like, I'm gonna come on those glasses. Um <laughs> But I don't think that's the reason why other men would find that attractive. So we're gonna have to call that one no for now, but we can continue. Uh number twenty-five, when they look sleepy or snuggly. Yeah, I could, not sexy, but it's it's cute, you know? And you're like, I like that bitch. I love you, bitch. I'm never going to stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> My favorite video. Like, I like to send that in the next Sweezy album. Uh, I love you, bitch. I'm never going to stop loving you, bitch. I want to do Ride or Die Volume 3, uh, but I kind of want them to be all love songs, and so I have to fall in love first. So if anyone's expecting Ride or Die Volume 3, uh, that will come out one day. Maybe when I'm happy and in love. Maybe when my life is good. That's when we write love songs. Uh, number 27, when they make the first move. That is awesome. That is, I actually like that. Uh, it was like, are you <laughs> the fucking, you're just like, you're not a, you're not a sub because you like it. You're not into dominant women. Uh, because you're a sub, you're into dominant women because you're a little autistic and you like it when women are direct with you. It's nice when women are direct with you. Um, it's also really cool when you're both into it, you know, when you're both direct with each other. That's just like, ah, oh, it's just fucking easy with her, you know? You know? I like that. Uh, 28, when they lift, late, lift weights, sometimes they don't wear a lot when they lift weights. So I can, I do understand that. I have been to a gym I don't look like I have, but I have been to a gym, uh, and not my uncle Jim, who who is a real and 
he he's a farmer. Number 29, when they're comfortable next to you. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good one, too. Uh, 30, when they snore in your face and it gives you a heart on. Nope, brother, you, you had that thought. That happened in your life, but you didn't have to tell me about it. Brother, you need to, you need to get some help. You need to get some help. Uh, please, I wish I... How do I delete someone else's post? Uh, number 31, when it's women, which we already like, it's everything. Yeah, that's what I've been saying this whole time, brother. I identify as a fucking threat. I've been saying that shit the whole time. When they make eye contact during a blowjob, number 32, ending it perfectly, yes. 100% yes, that is, that's pretty fucking, that's pretty, that is pretty much the fucking best right there. That's why I feel like with porn, it's like, some John, you know, if you watch porn, it's like, you like watching positions that like in real life you wouldn't ever do you know like you watch a male female male three ways you know you're like i don't think i've ever be one but i don't i kind of like the porn though it's like huh do i want to watch her getting fucked or do i want to watch her giving a blowjob it's like i can go back and forth really quick uh and stuff like that but you know it's like what you like to masturbate to versus what you do in real life uh, some guys don't like eye contact like that. I think it's cool. So, uh, be cool to your school. Yeah. All right, here's to feeling good all the time, folks. All right. Did you know that there's a UK version of Dr. Pimple Popper? Find out now. That would be cool for the highlight. I just wanted to do that for the highlight. If you're watching the highlight, hi. If you're listening to the audio, hi. How are you? Um, so the show, which is also on TLC, The Learning Channel, TLC, home of 90 Day Fiance, where people uh, clearly date to be on TV, but have no talent. Uh, we also have shows like Extreme Cheapskate, where people show us how sad and mentally unstable they truly are. Such hits as, uh, we pee in a jar in the house, and then we go outside and dump it into my garden. Or people are like, I brought $92 worth of change to a restaurant. Uh, cool, cool shit right there. Uh, this is the type of guy you get. But anyways, though, that's, it's on the Learning Channel, you know. Also, we forgot Gypsy Brides. You know, they're 16. Uh, they're, it's time for them to be done with school and to get married to the worst human being you ever met in your life. Anyways, though, UK version of Dr. Pimple Popper, what is? I want to say a British Dr. Pimple Popper, but she, Dr. Emma, she is uh, from Northern Ireland, I believe. Uh, that's what I read on, on something. I read it on the internet, uh, and uh, I, I think they don't like it when you kind of lump all of them together in anything under anything else than the United Kingdom. Uh, if you say it, you say, welcome to the UK, and you're like, welcome to Britain, and you say, Scotland's Britain, and you're like, no. So, anyways. Uh, cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. Anyways, let me read you a biography of 
of the show here. Uh, I've already mentioned to you, UK Dr. Pimple Popper, but here's the bio. Uh, dermatologist Dr. Emma Craythorn has made it her mission to save everyone's skin. Surrounded by a top team at her Harley Street Clinic in London, she treats patients su su suffering from unusual and extraordinary conditions in the United Kingdom. And so, you know, it's a British show, and they do not, there's not a lot of Americans on there, so sometimes, like, they do occasionally have someone with, like, an American accent, and you're like, finally, I can just relax. <laughs> you know? It's like, hello, mate, what's going on with your skin today? It's like, hello, Dr. Emma, my got today. I got, you know, a bottle right here, tumor. I went, I went, Hello, hello, I'm walking up on my tumor. I got the tumor on my arm, Dr. Emma. Like, oi, I'm Dr. Emma. Uh, seems a bit scared. <laughs> That's horrible. That's a horrible impression. But, like, the thing with it being in the UK uh, is that they have a... Uh, what they have is all these, like, different words. It's like English. So, I, I know we get some people out there who who know enough English they can listen to Cancel Sweezy, uh, but they couldn't speak it themselves. What I will say, though, is thank you for picking me for your second second language entertainment. Uh, and uh, third, uh, English is different. United King, UK, like English, Australian English, and United States English, and even in the United States English, like there's some weird words just spread out there. Uh, for this, oh, this is like I said. This is for the uh, for the second languagers listening. Uh, basically, yeah, we just look different words for different things. And when we read Harry Potter as kids, us millennials at least, uh, everything we read in the book, you know, like that was like a normal British thing. Seemed like fantasy, like like fantasy and mystical and cool. You know, it's like oh, it's a cool little thing you got there. It's like a little Harry Potter thing or whatever. Do you guys have the Harry Potter thing? Like it's just London, dude. It's just like fucking. It's mail, <laughs> like mail or what? Letters, uh, like words. Like I know in Harry Potter, uh, big ones. What was the big one? I just thought in Harry Potter. Uh, well, snogging was weird. It's like making out and like, it just sounds way worse than making out snogging. I remember meeting the British chick, uh, posh. I heard that word for the first time and you're just like, but like you heard them for the first time in Harry Potter. I'm like, Oh, that thing from the wizarding world is real. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. London, the London from Harry Potter. That's a, that's a real place. Uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, like, the words are different. And it's cool. Sometimes it's really cool. Uh, they call... I didn't write them all down, but I did get... They call it... Instead of, an, like, an operating room, I think is what you would call it, where they remove all these cysts and lipomas and shit like that. Uh, they call it, like, a theater. And I don't like that. I don't like that they call it a theater. Uh, because... It's, you know... A theater is also where I work. And, uh... I feel like doc, what doctors do and what musicians do should not be a... Like, doctors are saving lives or improving people's lives. Uh, musicians are getting drunk and partying. They're, they're just partying. Like, even if you're like, I'm a fashion musician. Like, playing music's, you know, it's a party, you know? And, you know, sometimes the parties kind of suck, you know? Sometimes it's like a formal party, you know? I don't like theater. That's that's weird. They they didn't say 
They didn't say fag instead of cigarettes, you know? I was like, how many fags you smoke a day? <laughs> they didn't say that shit. They just, uh, they said, uh, they just said, uh, oh, do you smoke cigarettes? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I smoke about 20 a day. It's like, oh, well, you need to be cutting that out. Thanks, Dr. Emma. Uh, but now, I bet you're wanting to know, probably if you clicked on the highlight, hello, if you clicked on the highlight, you're probably wanting to know why I, uh, what the difference between Dr. Pimple Popper on TLC versus uh, Save My Skin, which is also over on TLC, but probably more people in the UK watch than, uh, than us Americans, because we don't know what they're saying, you know what I'm saying over there. Hey, why don't you mind getting me over on the lift? I'm like, lift? I'm not going to lift you. I'm like, no, over on the lift. It's like, you mean the elevator? So, okay, the differences between the shows. Let's get back on track here. Uh, Dr. Lee over on Dr. Pimple Popper, she's, she's, she's she's way more surgeries. So I feel like she's moving lipoma, big-ass lipomas, big-ass cysts, or maybe multiple different little lipomas, like 70 across someone's body. She'll do it in one session. Uh, where Dr. Emma does more, uh, like, eczema or rosacea kind of related things that happen with skin because like she is like basically like a, a skin rash whisperer I, instead of calling someone an expert i call him like a whisperer like uh dr drew is like the the talk whisperer where you can like what drugs is he on or what mental like drugs or mental illness and if it's mental illness what mental illness you know like that. he's the talk whisperer um i like to be Music production, I, I'm pretty good at. Music-wise, uh, planning, whisperer, I can call it that. I'd say in music, it's just like, yeah, I could be like a guitar whisperer. I could see myself being a guitar whisperer. Anyways, though, uh, she's more like the skin, like, and does that. And, like, she's like, huh. She's like, yeah, this rash everywhere. And it's, like, a little bit on her legs. And then, like, and then uh, also, you know, different parts of her body, but it was mostly on her fingertips, on this guy's fingertips. And she's like, hmm, this rash. And then she'll, like, go into, like, uh, what happens? So she'll, like, figure out, uh, like, what your job is and what you be doing on a daily basis. She figured out, like, this guy is allergic to the ink that, uh, like, the ink that's in the receipts because he works at, like, a grocery store or whatever. Uh, work out the market. <laughs> uh, he works in, like, a, yeah. And so basically he figured out that the ink, so he needs to wear, like, gloves or whatever and take them off, you know, while he works. Uh, she figured out, what was it, the one guy, I was trying to figure it. Yeah, no, like, she, like, just figures out, like, where it came from. It's like, that's cool. Where, like, Dr. Lee's like, I removed 80 lipomas today, you know. She's like, I'm just going to keep going until my fingers give out. So, yeah, so they're both cool and different, but Dr. Emma will do, cis, like, cyst removals and... And lipoma removals, but like a lot of times when they're like big lipomas, she passes them off to someone else. Or if like a guy has multiple, like she'll only get to a couple or whatever, like the really bad ones. So like Dr. Lee would have just like, yeah, you're living here with no lipomas. Uh, she, Dr. M was like, we come back, we can come back here, eh? We can, we can come back here and we can go ahead and get, get me over to some, uh, what we will say, mother surgeries. So that's really cool. I like how I'm giving Dr. Emma. Uh, and, you know, Dr. Emma and Dr. Lee, they're both they're both very good-looking women. Weird thing. 
which I think I went to a dermatologist when I was a kid. I didn't follow anything they told me, and I still wondered why my acne was so bad until I started doing something about it. Then also I realized if you get a pimple, uh, take care of it, you know, don't don't be dirty about it, and uh, get a concealer. It's not gay. It's just concealer. Just dab, find your skin color, tone, or whatever, and then just dab it over the pimple. I have some on my face right now, so don't don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. But, uh, but yeah. Well, no, they're both hot. So is there a thing? Is there, like, a... Do you think there's, like, a sexual thing involved with, like, Dr. Lee or whatever? When, like, a woman removing... Because I'll watch any of that shit. I always just turn the sound off anyways when I watch those removals, you know? But, I don't know. Some guys could be a turn-on. But I also figured out watching this show, because this show follows a lot more eczema and rosacea, what, what I figured out is some of those chicks are hot. They just have, like, red skin or whatever. But they're still pretty hot, you know? Here's what you should do, fellas. Uh, you know, we have a current ranking of three different ways when you're at the rock bottom to trying to get a girlfriend. Uh, was it? It was find a druggie is in third place and just, you know, help him buy drugs. Uh, or two, you have to go to the Philippines. And then if you strike out everywhere in the Philippines, you have, uh, you can always go to North Korea. All right, we're adding a fourth one. And it's above all of them. So this is in fourth place out of four. Uh, this is find a chick with rosacea or eczema that's really bad. And eventually they'll get it fixed and they'll be hotties. So that's a, that's a good way to do it. And then if that doesn't work, then you find a girl addicted to drugs, feed her drugs. And then eventually when she gets sober, just don't, you go and get a druggy once, you know, you're only going through that once. After that, <laughs> after that, then you go to the Philippines. That's how you try. That's how you try and do it. Okay. So anyways, though, uh, yeah, I feel like it's, just British Dr. Pimple Popper. Uh, so many similarities, but they're both, you know, different in doctors and what their specialities are. So it's kind of cool. Uh, it's one of those medical shows, unlike there's a show called Stuck, which I didn't get far into the first episode. That one was hard. Uh, my feet are killing me. It's always, I want them to do ingrown toenail removals like the Tobro did, but they just do like bunion, like, they, like, shave off bone for bunions and shit like that, so anyways, though, another fun medical show over here on Cancel Sweezy. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones? Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. 
What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It's time for Oh No Our Table, formerly known as Ask Shweezy, the segment in the part of the show where I answer your questions and come to a resolve on what you've been, what the, what the hell you've been doing with your life. Anyways, though, uh, nevertheless, he persisted. Um, first question we got here today: What will be the effect? What will the effects be if sex robots become advanced and easily accessible? All right, so become advanced. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put my foot down on where I think advanced would be, and I think there will be the, the idea will be. Uh, these dolls are so advanced that it's like not even taboo anymore. It's like every, you know, Jeff has a sex doll. You know what? It's a good thing. And, you know, you know, when it gets to that point where it's like, it's, it becomes like weed where it's like, it used to be a bad thing, but now like, you know, everyone does it, you know, everyone smokes it. So we're in, uh, we're in a lot of, uh, gray areas, if you know what I'm saying. So it, it has, it has to be so good that people are just, you know, switching to them. So that's what I think here. So I think there's going to be relationships where uh, the sex robots could be a third player in like a relationship where maybe even the chick is into it. Like you, you both fuck the sex doll, you know, and you get it's so advanced that like can perform on you like oral too. So it's like have threesomes, you know, <coughs> you could they'll even make the man's sex bots too. Don't even think about that. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. I'm so wrong. I forgot the ladies here today. They can make non-binary. Well, technically, they're gonna need to use binary to make sex robots. If we haven't thought about that, we're literally to make a sex robot non-binary. You would need binary into that existence. So, uh, what? This is the type of guy you get. So that's, you know, that's advanced. That's advanced right there. Anyways, sex, I, I, you know, I thought about it just for men only and how men would be like, well, you know, I think a lot, I think if there's a, if there has ever been more men than women, I do think uh, that there will be more men than women, but women will be, I don't, I wonder, yeah, will more men just be single be like, you know what? My sexual life is fulfilled. I don't want anyone else. The sex at all is okay, you know. We get to that point. And life, so, you know, that, you know, it's just very interesting. Like, you know, I kind of feel like there's, like, some guys who just get married. Like, I can speak for the guys. There are the guys who just get married because it's like, well, I needed to at some point. I wanted to have kids, too. And, you know, they stay together. 
a lot of times they just stay together because they don't want people seeing they get a divorce or shit like that. They don't. They end up like not liking each other that much. But in other cases, it's uh, it's very it could be very different from there. So, anyways, like guys who just get married because they you know they need a consistent sex partner to keep up with. You know, like I don't know guys who just want to have sex but not really be in a relationship. Like it's perfect. You know, so I feel like more people would be happy. I think divorce rates, yeah, would probably go down. Thinking about it, yeah, divorce rates would go down, and uh, yeah, and then yeah. So I, I think, you know, I think it could actually make things a little bit better if it just. I think gets so advanced, it becomes not so less taboo, or not taboo, you know, to be like he has a sex robot, like he goes to therapy uh, and shit like that. So I don't know. Life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. That's what Hannah Montana once said. Okay. Uh, as a virgin, should I hire an escort to experience sex and lose my virginity? I am male, 31, and suffer from social anxiety, too. I have never been in a relationship because of my self-conscious and confidence. Okay, so, should you, male, 31, you know, I would say, you know, I don't think it's, Okay, let's say something that's just like let's just speak let's speak here for a moment and think if we should reevaluate if we should be shaming this thing. Okay. If he goes to like first of all uh hire a sex worker. Um we, we got to be honest. They they got to be above 18, all right? You know. And not from a sketch and not like a really sketchy, you know, you know where they're like probably addicted to drugs and trafficked t- that's that's the sad thing, but you know, I would say if you go to like one of those brothels that are, you know, like in you know, I think uh, Nevada they're legal. Uh, I would say go to like a legal brothel or uh, go to like a red light district somewhere. I don't know, you know, and uh, go to, like go to somewhere you know reputable, you know, it's kind of a kind of an actual business, you know. It's like buying weed at a dispensary versus like a guy, you know. So. Uh, yeah, there's like a, there's a different feel to it, so uh, yeah, I would say yeah, go to like Nevada or you know Amsterdam, probably one of those places, you know. And I would say yeah, hire a real one, like look through a catalog, see which one you like the most, and it would be an actual experience because I think though, like when it's like a formal brothel, like you like go through what they do or like, all right, we're wrapped in aluminum foil, we do not. Uh, we do not share fluids with each other. It's like very strict. You're like, at some point, this doesn't look like it'll be fun anymore. <coughs> you know, you're like, all right. But uh, but yeah, what I'll say here, yeah, just yeah, just go there. You know, just have a good time with it. You know, have fun. Like you're 31. You know, I don't think adding to a sex worker is gonna be. There's kids who are like, I was 16 and I lost my virginity to a fucking prostitute in Mexico. Like, there's so many of those stories. So it's like you're 31 and you went to a very nice brothel. I feel like you you'd be good to go. So I would not shame you for doing that. Just just do it. At this point, like you're 31 and lost your virginity. You know, like I, you know, you know. I don't even know how close you've gotten. To be honest with you, or are you just one of those guys who never really had girls coming into them and shit like that, or there was like, oh, I want to date to this. Maybe I should ask them out. And then you talk to them and was like, hey, this person's not a total dickweed. And, you know, 
Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't happen to those guys, you know? So, yeah, I would say, we'll go for it. Go with the sex work. Go with the other, but realize it's gonna. Be, it's not going to be like porn. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if she'll pretend to like it, you know? And that's the nice thing about porn is they pretend to like it, even even if they're not into it or they're just like, yeah, it's, you know, we got enough lube here. I think we'll be good. Uh, and uh, everything, everywhere in between, uh, too. So, yeah, go to, like, Las Vegas. Have a good night, buddy. No shame. No shame in what you want to do. No shame in what you want to be or who you decide to be. For that matter... All right. Adults who quit pursuing the arts, uh, acting, comedy, music, to work a nine-to-five. What was the breaking point? All right. So I'm not there yet, but I definitely know people who are in that realm of existence uh, as we currently speak. This is the type of guy you get. I don't know where I started that from. But anyway, so yeah, no, I know a lot of people. Yeah, who are basically, and like even then, like a lot of these adults, you would say, who quit their uh, art and stuff, like haven't really quit, but they don't really do whatever, you know? Uh, you end up just being, sometimes you just end up being like a cover band or whatever, and you're like, I can't do that. I have, a, I have my kids every other weekend, so I have to see the kids. I can't, can't play music anymore. Uh, you also have that, so, you know, a lot of people, and a lot of people aren't like in a major realm of fame and fortune. Some people are just like <coughs> a guy who's trying to make it as an artist in New York City and then moved away. Or a comedian who just kind of got tired of it, took a break, and the break kind of took too long, you know? Live happens. So a lot of people don't necessarily quit, but a lot of people end up doing the nine to five more. And, uh, the real reason I would say they'd probably do the nine to five stability is a, a good thing. A lot of times, like I have friends who do, who have been doing like live sound and they're like, I want, I just wish I had something more like, uh, with a stable schedule and, uh, stuff like that. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm music and I, I get the chaos schedule. It's not that big of a, a deal for me. As long as it's, you know, I like doing it. And when you don't like doing it, you take a break and then come back later. But, uh, yeah, well, other other things I would say here, uh, yeah, the stability, uh, even financial stability. I think it's yeah. I would just say mostly stability is probably the main thing because like music, you're like, I did really good this month. I remember one month I did really good. Spent like I started the night spending fifty dollars on shots, and then uh, and I drank more the rest of the night. And that was a fun. That was that was a fun. That was a fun evening. Uh, really cool, really cool stories from me, uh, in the, in the stories like that. But yeah, uh, some months you do really good and some months you do horrible and you're just like, I don't even know how you're alive right now. I've, I've looked at some months, I'm like, I don't even know how I'm like alive right now, to be honest. Like, it's like, I remember trying to make like one bag of ramen, like last like two days. It was, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough, fellas. So, uh, anyways, those stabilities, everything. So, you kind of have to want it too much. And that some people, you know, they want it a lot, but they didn't want it that much. I think they can move. They were able to mentally move on and shit like that. So, um, I identify as a fucking threat. So don't try me. How come cops don't get fired for going into the wrong house and shooting people dead? But the pizza delivery 
gets fired if he delivers pizza to the wrong house. Here's the thing. Pizza delivery drivers are held to a higher standard than police officers. Police officers are held to, like, the lowest standards humanly possible. And we just kind of let it happen. You're like, oh, that cop. Oh, yeah, he's a cop. So clearly his morals are good. Uh, and he will make sure to tell the whole truth of an incident that happened, even if he was at fault at any point. I know he'll uh, fess up and do the right thing, you know. The police officers always do the right things, and we expect pizza delivery drivers to, uh, if they do the wrong thing, we're just, we just hold pizza delivery drivers to a higher standard to uh, the cops. This is America. This is the country uh, that we live in. The fact that uh, we have pizza delivery drivers, you know, handing us pizzas, getting pizza to and from us, that way we can consume pizzas give to us, the real heroes, uh, people who work at the dispensary, the liquor store, heroes, cops, not heroes, cops, uh, fascism, that's all cops are, it's just, just fascism all bundled up nice and neat, uh, so, yeah, every day we stray further and further from God, because, yeah, why we do hold delivery drivers we hold like customer service people to a higher like a high standard, but cops just the lowest standard humanly possible. Some some bold shit thing. They're like the cops are here to protect you. Um, okay, we're the group. Then you find out you're not in the group, and you're like, uh oh, that's rough. Uh, you know, that's rough, buddy. But uh, anyways, though, yeah, um, cause yeah. I think it's nothing new. Not This is nothing new, I have to say, that uh, we hold pizza delivery drivers to a higher standard. Then we hold cops, you know. We hold Uber drivers, you know. DoorDash people. Higher standard. Higher standard than police. You know, just worried police are just going to beat the shit out of you. And uh, you never know whose side the police are on, you know. I watched the whole Daredevil series. I know what happens, so. <clears throat> All right, let's turn it right around. What's the likelihood that you'll shit your pants at least once in your lifetime? Is it something I should be worried about? Um, so the answer, the quick answer to the question is, uh, the likelihood that you'll shit your pants at least once in your life? That's your first question. And I'm like, yeah, 100%. I feel like everyone has sh accidentally shit their pants once in their life. Uh, should you be worried about it? No. First of all, we all do it. Everyone's going to shit their pants once in their life. And guess what? It's the same story. It's always the same story. It's like we all have it, and it's all the same story of why we shit our pants. The story is, we thought it was a fart, we thought we could let it out. Turns out, it was a poo in disguise. And enough, sometimes you can catch it, and sometimes you don't. And when you don't, that's when you shit your pants. Uh, it has to be super bad, like you got irritable bowels, and I'm like, you have to poop, you have to poop right now for it to be, uh, like most people probably won't have that. But 
for the most part, everyone's going to shit their pants. And it's always going to be a little bit, you know, it's not going to be the full turd after that. If it's a full turd, if you've shit out a full turd as an adult, then in your pants, okay? And you're, and you're, you're not in one of those assisted living homes, you know, those types of places where you have to turn a light off in the morning or else uh, they get a little courtesy check to your room. <laughs> Make sure you're still alive. So, uh, yeah, but no, one thing I find that we all do in this life together, everybody poops, but, but, but for real reality, everybody poops their pants. And, uh, it's always like, you thought it was a fart and it was a poop instead in disguise and you weren't able to catch it all in time and it was too late. You shit your pants. And guess what? I've done it. I have no shame in it. Some people are going to comment on this one say, hey, I've never shit my pants. And I'm going to call you a fucking liar right here and now. You are a fucking liar. Everybody shits their pants, and it's the same story. A fart that turned out to be a poo. And sometimes that's all you can do. Sometimes you fart, and it's a poo, and there's nothing you can do. So be true to your heart and true to yourselves. And treat everyone with kindness and joy and self-respect. That's what we say here over on uh, Cancel Schweezy here today. Uh, don't be a dick. That's the that's the motto of today. And uh, the motto of every day and every day in our lives that we should be living. Uh, from now until the end of time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, can I use ocean water to style my curls? I took a dip in the salty water and couldn't wash my hair, but after it dried my hair, had the perfect curls achieved by products, so can I style my hair regularly with seawater? Um, technically, yes, you can use it. They do make sea salt sprays for your hair, and that's probably, probably the product you should be getting in and not actual seawater. Uh, because if you get like a sea salt spray, it's going to give you the effects of, you know, when you swim in the ocean, like what, what happens to your hair, a lot more volume and shit like that. But at the same time, it's going to have some shit that's going to moisturize your hair too. Because when it's just like seawater or salt water, it's basically just dries out your hair, but it gives it extra volume and extra little poof. You know, I saw, I've occasionally used it. I've, I'll go back and forth and come back and use it too. I'm try I try to like slim down how many products it's like you have to do pre-styler and the sea salt spray or just the sea salt spray or no pre-styler you know and then post-styler and then you know everything from there life's you know hair is complicated congratulations you played yourself but uh yeah so i would say uh maybe buy a cheap you can buy they have like cheap one you can buy like a cheaper brand at like walgreens or whatever your local pharmacy is is it cvs for you are you are you a walgreens kid no one's ever going Black Friday shopping at Walgreens. That's where I go. That's where I go, folks. Um, but yeah, and you can even, if you you can, you know, mix a couple products together, you can easily make your own sea salt spray. I have made my own in the past. I call them Sweezy's Haters Tears sea salt spray. And it was a cool thing to begin with. I just, I just didn't know where to go from there. So, uh... It's not living if it's not with you, all right? This is the type of guy you get. It's not living if it's not with you. 
All I do is sit and think about you If I knew what you'd do Collapse my reins wearing beautiful shoes It's not living if it's not with you Don't waste your time on me You're already the voice inside my head You know, when I sing Edging, the new Blink-182, I always sing, and I ain't that cool little fuck in the head. And he doesn't say that in the song. So if you ever hear me saying that, it's not in the original song. Fun facts you should know. And, uh... I identify as a fucking threat. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. I think I need to move the... I don't know. I think I need to add more to the soundboard, because I only have, like, one page, and I can, like, scroll through... But, uh... I identify as a fucking threat. So, I don't know. That's what you make it. So let's make it rock. All right. I guess we're going on to our last question. All right. Is having sex after prom an actual thing or just a fantasy? Never went to prom, but I always thought sex afterwards was part of the ritual. Maybe it was back in the day, or maybe it's just a movie trope. What was your actual experience. Um, so yeah, that does sound like the trope. Uh, this is the type of guy you get. From uh, American Pie, the whole point of the movie is like, all right, by the end of the year, we're all going to lose our virginities, and they all manage to do that or whatever. Uh, just cool, cool little hijinks of kids. Uh, and then you know, the whole webcam scene, that didn't, that's definitely not aged well. Uh, but yeah, no, I think prom, I was in the Christian circle. So that means that we we were not having sex after prom. That's uh, entirely what was happening. So so I, that didn't happen. And uh, being Christian means you didn't get drunk or high or do any drugs before prom either. And uh, prom kind of sucked. I actually was at, like, me and my high school sweetheart just broke up and I went with this other girl. And she's a nice girl, like, and everything, anything, like, she has any reason to hate me, it's probably, she probably has plenty, but, uh, I, I was nice with her, but, like, at the same time, I was like, I, I didn't seem as interested to be there, you know, and I was like, yeah, probably makes sense, it was, it was a pretty bad breakup, so, so that's cool, um, bum things up, but I realized why in high school, because I only went to prom like once, I think I skipped my senior one. Oh yeah, I skipped my senior one, I saw Sarah Bareilles live in concert, so that was a cool, that was a cool night. I like that, I like that a little bit better. Uh, but no, and then, but yeah, no, so the kids who partied in, in high school, not me, kids who did party, no, they'd be drinking before prom, uh, maybe ingest some drugs into their system, you know, doing that, then they'd go to prom, and they say, when they're at prom, uh, they would, what they would do is, like, the buzz would fade, and so it gets weirder and weirder as the night goes on, because usually you'd add a little bit more as you're going on for the night, but, uh, yeah, so they said that was weird, and, you know, obviously the school, high school dance trope is someone sneaking alcohol in, or anything, people, like, sneak into the bathroom to drink or whatever, you know, it's just little, just little party things, so, you know, that shit, and then afterwards, yeah, and then if they were, like, a serious couple, like, if it was a serious couple or whatever, maybe, and sometimes you just have the night, and things go from there, and so, yeah, there is somewhat of a 
expectation for uh, sex after prom. So, yeah. But, like, I hated prom, and I was, like, I was just thinking the other day, because uh, I think I saw, like, uh, like, a, like a friend of mine's kids are having a prom or whatever. I'm like, man, I would rather, I would rather uh, get paper cuts on my dick than have to do prom again. But then I realized this. I realized that how would I, what would my be my ideal night at prom, okay? My ideal prom night, okay. So, and this is, we're going to hope to assume any alcohol-related we're not going to get busted for, so it's a perfect night. My perfect prom would be, uh, I already have a serious high school girlfriend, so... That's who it is. She's not one of the popular girls, but she's not one of the nerds. And and she's also a hottie, too, in her own right. You know, around, like, the, you know, around the band kids. So, yeah, stuff like that. So we're kind of band kids, and who kind of know some of the popular kids? Because you're in, I don't know, you're in a weird spot in life. So it's just everyone likes you because you're the coolest guy around. That's that's a weird, that's going to be coming up in therapy. Um, the, so... <laughs> So we have that. So everyone likes me, you know, hanging out with them. So we go forward from, we're with another group of friends. Uh, everyone in that group, none of them were dicks. You know, there's some guys you don't really know very well, but none of them were dicks. Be fun. And they have dates too, you know, their dates can just vary. This is not their prom, it's my prom. Uh, so, you know, we're a serious relationship here. Uh, both vir- We're both virgins too. That's the best part of it. Uh, so then we do that. So we have, do that. Start getting drunk, the pre-prom dinner, you know, thing we have. Pre-prom dinner, we're we're just we're just getting wasted, you know. Not wasted to the point that we're not gonna be able to function, we're gonna fall asleep. Not pass out, but like fall asleep, like you're at a table. See, passing out means they're sleeping in a spot they're not supposed to. Uh sleeping is just they're just sleeping it off. So or it's not on the part of sleeping, we're at that point where we're like able to have fun, you know, throughout the night. Uh, prom, you're able to sneak into, like, a closet real quick, you know, uh, before any of the teachers catch you, you know, keep the buzz going. It's a good buzz. You had the perfect buzz going out throughout the night. Uh, maybe even, no, no, I would say this, during pre-prom, like, at the end of it, like, an hour before, you take an, everyone takes an edible. So we all take an edible, so we're gonna have a good buzz, like, let's say 10 milligrams, you know, not be anything weird. And then we, that way... We don't have to worry about drinks at the Bronx, except we do kind of able to sneak away for one, like one shot or something like that, you know. So the perfect dance, you know, you slow dance, you know, the love of your life uh, while you're in high school. Uh, you know, it's a perfect night. And then later on, uh, you learn your parents are also at it. You know, they, they were for pictures, and then they're like, oh, we got to go out of town uh, for some convention, teacher convention. That's my parents were teachers. Uh, so you got that. So... Uh, they're leaving town, so you have the ho- your house to yourself, and there is an after prom too, where they're like, "Don't continue drinking and have fun with the after prom." Truth is, we're gonna get drunk and then go to the after prom. A lot of people in my high school got like hurt during prom, <laughs> like the after prom thing. They had like bounce houses and shit. Um, so, anyways, though, we go back, we go back to my mom's, and uh, we're like, "Tonight, we're gonna." It was a perfect night. We're going to do it for the first time. Uh, I learn that I'm uh, me being drunk and trying to fuck is not that good. But I make it through. 
I make it through, folks. I'm losing my virginity. I did not do good that first night. But she also had a good time. It was a good experience for her, though. It was a good experience for that. But we're a boyfriend and girlfriend now, so we're going to be doing this a lot, and we figure it out from there, what we like and dislike. That's what we're doing. And then we go to the after-prom party thing, and maybe we... And I win... And I win a prize. What prize do I win? I win... All right, we're, prom was in 2000. This would be the 2012 prom. That was my perfect prom. Uh, then I win the prize, the after party. So a little high, uh, keeping a good buzz going. It's been a good night, and I won a prize. And what do I win? Uh, in 2012, it would it would have been... I won an iPad. Okay, like an iPad, an iPad 2, which I still have my iPad 2. My dad bought it for Christmas. These, these were on good on sale. I'm like, oh yeah, because it's last year's. It's the old model now, so that's cool. Rest in peace, dad. But anyways, that would be my perfect prom. Then you, you know, you go home after that and you just sleep all day. You know, it was a good night. That'd be my perfect prom. But I wasted mine being Christian. So kids, do drugs. <laughs> no, don't. I'll, I'll give you the advice. Don't try drugs until. Until uh, you get to college. That's the advice I got. And I turned out perfect and fine. And yeah. And after that long rant, I will say that's how we're ending today's episode of Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in this week. It's been a lot. Thank you for seeing me outside of the Hubble telescope. Uh, Follow me on social media at the Shweezy, my music under Shweezy, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy, connect your Amazon Prime account. Uh, support us with a subscribe. That way you're taking $5 away from Jeff Bezos, so that's really cool. Uh, Patreon page, great way to say thank you for being a friend and the free shit. So if you're on the audio platforms listening to the end of this, make sure you're headed over to the YouTube app right now and subscribing uh, and sharing everything of the Cancel Shweezy YouTube page as well, and uh, also leave a review and give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. So let's end this like we always end it. Honk, if you love butt drugs, stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out, or I pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.